Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode, I think we're at 25 now, if, I, if I'm correct. I, I looked this up you, earlier. You are correct. Okay, 25. I looked this up earlier and I was like, I'm going to remember that. And I completely forgot. So yeah, last week's episode, we talked to Trajectory Arms. We did an interview with Trajectory Arms, Alex from Trajectory Arms. So he was pretty awesome. Um, so if you want, you can go check that out. It's a nice two hour and one minute long episode. Um, but this week, we're going to talk about uh, rifles, some cool stuff that we're, we've got from uh, Brownells. Um, unfortunately, Millar's is coming from Brownells. It hasn't arrived yet. Um, but I've got a new gun that we'll talk about here from Brownells here in a minute. But yeah, go over to Brownells with the Edge program. You get free two-day shipping. So if you just do all that fun stuff, and then you can buy uh, really anything from Brownells, you get free two-day shipping except ammo and primers and things like that. That takes standard ground shipping because Apparently we can't ship bullets on planes. Don't understand that whole thing. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's really cool. I absolutely love Brownells. I have so much crap. Almost all my stuff is probably from Brownells because, well, not only do they support us monetarily, but they do, um, how they support us monetarily is by giving us really cool stuff. So thank you to Brownells. Um, and thank you so much for letting us test out the products. And they don't have any sway on what we say about the stuff that we get um obviously they probably want us to say something nice but at the same time if we give stuff bad reviews i don't think they're gonna they're gonna be very upset so uh malar would you like to give us like a quick rundown and then i will give them a quick rundown of what i've got so you just start with you and we'll, we'll go back and forth uh well what i'm working on right now mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm waiting on a few parts i did get in uh my you're laughing at a few parts, <laughs> um, but I, I've got, uh, I got in a OD green uh, Geisley 10.5 uh, Mark 16 rail that I am super, super stoked about. I, I've had an image in my head about uh, building a uh, 11.5 with one of their anodized OD green rails. So I got that to throw on my scalper build. Um, and then after talking with Alex last week, I went ahead and I ordered that Sons of Liberty Gunworks uh, 11.5 barrel um, and the gas block. Oh, yeah. Um, and they didn't ship you your barrel. Yeah. And they didn't ship me my barrel. Um, so, yeah, this is the first time ordering. Who, who the hell was this from? Nobody seemed to have this in stock. Shooting Surplus. Shooting, Shooting Surplus, Surplus sent me my gas block and no barrel. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this gas block and no barrel. You're supposed to look at it until you get your barrel. But the problem is I'm just staring at parts right now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just have boxes of shit piling up. I know, I right? Do any, <laughs> that I can't do anything with. Oh. And this just adds to it because I could have thrown this together. Oh, well, no, I couldn't have. I'm still waiting on that gas tube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I have... Uh, I mean, I've got a fair amount of stuff coming. Um, I, I mean, we've talked about it before, and I think I mentioned, I know we've been, we've had a few people on, so um, haven't kind of hopped back into the night vision thing, but I went ahead and I ordered that PVS 14, uh, waiting for that to come in. Um, and then I ordered, um, I'm pretty stoked about, it. I got the Ford Control Designs. I'm pretty much doing everything dimpled besides the Ambi, um mag release that one's serrated uh well i'm just leaving it the normal one i'm not gonna oh. do the ambi but i i got the forward assist i got the um the bolt catch 
I mean, I'm, I have the the standard mag release is already on there. Um, and then I also got a OD green uh, EPC, the ejection port cover. Oh, there you go. Um, all thanks to uh, Alan over at Junkyard Ops. Give my homies a shout out. <laughs> they got they got in um, some EPCs as well as the uh, ABC, the the bolt catch um, this prior week, and that stuff flies. So, like, if you guys are looking for any of that stuff, uh, they are another good source of forward control design uh, parts. Yeah, it uh, seems even when Brownells gets them in, they just they they go away really quickly. So I, yeah. I was surprised. I went back on and looked last night, and I was surprised the dimpled forward assist was still in stock at Brownells. You were surprised. I mean, I thought they would have sold out already. There was a. There's been a few things like that. Uh, Sons of Liberty Soul Snatcher lower. Um, that thing said it was in stock for like two and a half weeks, and that stuff normally sells out in like 24 hours. So true. What's uh, what's even funnier is I guess nobody's buying Bill Weasley's uh, cold hammer forge barrels. Well, they on, they only had that eleven point five, and you talked me out of that with the uh, four MOA and that one YouTube <laughs> I sent you the other day. I I watched it again, and I he was not hype on it at the end, but he wasn't like negative on it. Well, let me let me put it to you this way: four and a half MOA is a combat barrel all day long. Like I do not expect this barrel in the FN that I have. I don't expect this to shoot better than like, I don't expect it to shoot better than three MOA. And I will say that because I, I, I am a firm believer that combat barrels give you combat accuracy. So you're not, yeah, you're not going to be, you're not going to be poking the same hole at paper at 300 yards. Like that's not happening. Um, But you can certainly hit a man sized target out to four or 500 yards consistently not maybe not every single shot but consistently you'll be able to do that um so that's one of the things like i think a lot of people are sitting there like they're crapping on those barrels i think that it's a mistake on geisley's part to say that it's a precision barrel because it's not it's not a precision barrel i think that it is a combat barrel all day long like there is no doubt about it it's a cold hammer forge chrome line combat barrel it's going to give you combat accuracy bill geisley states himself that he does not expect these barrels to do any worse than four and a half moa you might get one that shoots sub moa you might get one that shoots four and a half moa all in day long and that's just how it is so well to meet the contract that you need like four moa don't you four and a half which i think it yeah so i think what he based off what my understanding is he based uh like his barrels off of that standard and didn't actually try to go anything any group tighter than that why would you <laughs> he's okay so that's the thing is i this is the this is the exact reason why i am not a geisley fan that right there is why would you do any better when when the only thing that when the thing that sells the most is his g like that's it like if you put his g you could put his g on a pile of and people will buy it. And I and I and I don't mean that to sound well, you know, I actually do mean that to sound like I'm negative towards Bill Geisley. Um, but I <laughs> I I say it in a in a way that I, I want people to know like Bill Geisley makes a is a 
makes a spectacularly mediocre product. It works all the time. Like you're never going to have that. Like, and if that's your, if that's your thing for great, by all means, but any gun you buy that is assembled by Bill Geisley um, comes in some cool colors. I'll give it that, but also, you know, is going to be spectacularly mediocre. Like I'm talking top tier mediocre. Like he doesn't have Daniel defense's name. He doesn't have FN's name. So you've got to remember he's, he's trying to chase that. I think he's done good. I think he's got great triggers, even though i still feel like LaRue um, beats him out on price. I, I think that all the, you know, if you're going to, if, if you're going to have a Geisley, then buy a Geisley. If that's your dream gun, then buy that gun. Do I think it's worth what he charges? Pfft, no. Uh, but, you know, by all means, buy what you want. I've got, I've got two Geisley triggers. I've got an SSP on the way. I've got the, the um, 3G trigger. I, I, like, I like it. It's not a bad trigger. I don't know about the SSP yet. We'll have to figure that one out. Um, but Geisley is Geisley. It's spectacularly mediocre, especially from everything that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I, the colors thing is what gets me. I mean, you know, we've talked about the OD green lowers that Brownells is getting in and has in if you're looking at a set. Um, to be honest, though, I think the set is kind of a better deal. Um, uh, 265 for an upper and a lower, where it's 150 for just a lower. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not fantastic. But it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I I I I don't know. I have a tendency to build out a lower in a color and just run a black upper because I swap them between lowers. Um, so for me, it's like the, the upper is probably going to sit, but I I'll, I'll end up doing a set anyways, just because uh, just to have it in case I decide I want to build out that um, OD green anno. But so many, upper. so many people want that upper, like they want that upper to match the lower. Like, and I don't blame them. I don't blame you at all if that's what you want. Like, I still think it's kind of a waste of money, but at the same do, time. Do they list those as a, ma I'm going to look it up, uh, a match set too? Like my understanding is you can buy match sets where the upper and the lower pair. Uh, I think it tight. is. A, I think it's a match set. Look. They just call it receiver set. So these might not actually be a matched set. Like it still could be a shitty fitting upper to lower. And that drives me nuts. That's one re that's one thing that uh, drove me towards Sons of Liberty was seeing all of the, the fitment with their upper and lowers uh, being snug. Um, and I, I have to say the, the two lowers I have and the, the one stripped upper I have the fitment on those is, is nice. Um, that's one thing that I have. I'm going to be, I'm going to be 200% honest. I have never, ever cared about slop between an upper and lower receiver. Like the, the whole jiggling thing doesn't fucking bother me. It bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, <laughs> what doesn't bother you, Malar? <laughs> When, when my shit runs, when my shit runs, and, and, and speaking speaking of that, because uh, we were talking about my issues on the, the last podcast, uh, so I can go I can go over that because I showed you the pictures, but uh, it appears that 
I had a undersized gas tube um, that was blowing crazy amounts of gas out the uh, the back of the gas block. So what ended up happening was Millar let another gas tube run train on his gas block and it just opened up that hole just real big. <laughs> and I don't know why he's letting his guns fondle each other. So yeah, so I threw uh, I got a Sons of Liberty Gunworks um, gas tube that I threw in there that fits snugger. Snugger? I still, if it's yeah, snugger? I, I, I use that word because there's still like, I you know, I there's still like that tiny bit of play that I'm like, should it be completely like tight when that shit goes in there? Because it's not 100% tight, which makes <laughs> me uh, wonder if, you know, it, the gas block might be a little out of spec. But either way, I was running as I was running a spikes tactical um, gas tube, and that shit was, I, I you know I don't want to call it out of spec, uh, but it was not tight in my Roscoe gas let's, block. Let's put it this way: it is a spikes tactical, which has been known to have pretty spotty QC. I mean that covers it. But the 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 the, the sons uh, the sons of liberty one fits it fits good. I'm I'm anxious to get out there. I was hoping to get out there this weekend. Um, it's raining and I drive a little ways to to get out to the range. So I don't think it's happening this weekend. I'm uh, going indoor shooting tomorrow because I've got to run my I've got to run my brand new FN. Yeah, tell us about this. Okay, so I've been waiting all time, the whole time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I got um, uh, I got the hookup from Brownells. I got a, a military collector FN M4. So this is the exact type of um, gun that I carried uh, when I was in the army. So this is an M4, not an M4A1. This is an M4. This has an actual auto marking on it instead of a burst marking. So the M4A1s have burst and the M4 has an auto. So mine has that. Um, I did change some stuff out on it already, partially because I'm left-handed, uh, but also partially because I don't like A2 grips. I, I, I don't mind them, but I know the internet is gonna be upset. So I uh, switched out the A2 grip for the B5, um, B P23 grip. Uh, I switched out with the regular um, guard on the inside, the trigger guard. I switched that out for a B5 trigger guard. I went with a Knight's Armament Ambi Safety. And then um, I went with a Radian for now, but I'm, I'm thinking my, uh, uh, I think I have my, one of my other ones I have that will work for this. So it won't be too terrible. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to, uh, my PRI Ambi Gas Buster should be in soon. So I'll have that. And then what else do we have? Uh, I put a Malkoff light with a Haley strategic mount um, to push it forward more so I don't get as much barrel shadow. Um, it comes with the Knight's RAS system, um, which is pretty cool because that's pretty old school stuff. Um, if anybody doesn't know um, the Knight's RAS system, it was the original uh, or is the uh, second original quad rail for the M4, um, M4 and M4A1 project. Um, and then uh, it, it comes with all the cool stuff. It, you've got the Knight's broom handle, which to be honest, is literally only there for nostalgia purposes and nothing else. It's not as functional as people think it is. Uh, and then 
Uh, got the FSP, so the front sight base um, is awesome. And I believe it is F-marked. Uh, yes, it is. It is F-marked. Uh, flat top, upper receiver, carbine, um, gas tube with your good old M4 butt plate on there, or your M4 stock with the butt plate on there. Uh, I'm running an Aimpoint Pro on here, which is like the M68 optic um, or, or MO68 optic, whatever your CCO would be, your close quarters optic um, or your close combat optic uh, from the Army. Uh, it's pretty much like that, but I have it on an SKD-193 riser. And uh, yeah, no, it's been, it's been pretty sweet so far. Um, it's a little rough when you first get it out. So I had to kind of take it apart a little bit and put some oil and stuff and blow out a lot of that factory oil. But once I did that, I mean, it was, I mean, it's beautiful. I can't wait to run this guy tomorrow and put some rounds down range. There's going to be some videos up on YouTube about this guy for a very long time to come. Um, the front uh, sight post, is that an F marked? I just said that. Oh, sorry. Spaced out. How dare you weren't even paying attention to me. I was trying. You were trying. Was that that boring? I couldn't be that boring. No, no, I was I was on mute because uh, my wife just got back from a walk with the dog and didn't want her, the dogs <laughs> barking in the background. So I was slightly distracted. But <laughs> um, you, you know what drives me nuts? And I feel like I brought this up on one of the other ones is why, why are people still making front sight posts that are not F marked? Can somebody explain this to me? Yeah, because the carry handle gangs come back to life, which, to be honest, it's cool and all, you know, Gordon carving status. Um, but, can't, but I think you can get carry handles that that work with the F's, the F mark. I have no fucking idea, dude. I, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a carry handle guy. Wow, I can do it. You know what? I think I think we're I think you're right in the aspect of if it is a carry handle that is fixed to the upper. But if you're getting, per se, like a, um, a stag arms upper where they send you the, the carry handle, that A2 carry handle is set yeah. up for the, the yeah. F mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what that is. But I'm talking about like, I'm talking about the original like uh, integrated carry handle into the receiver. Yeah. Those require a non-F marked front sight base. The F marked front sight, the F stands for flat top. So if you have a flat top receiver, you need an F marked front sight base. If you don't have an F marked front sight base, you just need a longer, um, uh, what do you fucking call it? Um, the sight post. Yeah, you need a longer sight post in the center. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, which ends up sticking, like it ends up protruding out a lot um and people break them so that's why they went with the f mark front sight base and actually that also came out of i think the, the m the m16a2 program i believe that that's what that came out of huh or or no i'm sorry the m16a3 program which nobody knows about because that was a navy thing uh or an air force thing i can't remember if it was either navy or air force but i wasn't in either of those branches so there will be nerds to correct us um yeah well, I know like uh, Wyndham Weaponry does non-F-marked front sights, I think, on all of theirs mm -hmm. for, some, well, for some reason. Apparently, Colt's getting like hammered because um, they they aren't even um, like they're not even shipping their flat top upper receiver rifles with F-marked front sight posts. They all have R on them. So nobody actually knows if it's for a flat top upper receiver um which i mean to be honest you probably can't get the site post high enough 
um, with the uh, with it, but um, I believe Radical Firearms is the one that's making their stuff. I could be dead wrong, but um, I do believe I've heard that from quite a few people that Radical Firearms is the one making stuff for Colt, um, and uh, apparently it's getting marked that way. And Colt is getting all the stuff in, and they're just kind of sending it through a little laser thing and and like putting all their stamps on there because you know everything with Colt's a C stamp, so. Yeah apparently they're getting all the parts in and they're just running it through a laser. They're not even roll marking the stuff anymore. They're just running it through the laser and then laser engraving it and then sending it off. Like I want like, a laser. I think we all do. I think, I think we all need lasers. It'd be a good thing to, you know, point at government planes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was talking about for engraving. Yeah, we can totally engrave our initials on the side of government planes. They fly by. <laughs> <laughs> I now own this plane. <laughs> yeah, pro- pro- property of shooting the shit podcast. <laughs> did you did you know that there was um do you ever watch like random stuff on YouTube? Uh you mean just fall down like the YouTube what yeah. do you call it? the YouTube holes or whatever? Yeah, the random rabbit holes. So there was one that I was yeah. watching. Apparently, there is a guy in a state somewhere in America. Um, and remember how Pepsi back in the day where you'd collect so many points and like after a million points, you could it, like they had the they had the commercial where the kid was landing a harrier at a school. I feel like I saw that. Yeah, so apparently. The kid, you know, so apparently somebody actually went and bought the points and actually found an investor to help him get to a million Pepsi points. He went and bought up to a million Pepsi points and went to go turn it in for a Harrier, a legit Harrier. And Pepsi was like, no, that was a joke. Then he goes, no, it's not. You put it on your commercial. Actually went to court and I oh, believe really? won. Huh. I believe I could be wrong. I could have some of those details wrong, but I do believe he did win. So if anybody's out there listening and you hear about that and you go look it up, cause I'm not looking it up right now. I realize I have a computer that I'm literally talking to my friend Millar on, but I also have one that I'm sitting here with my iPhone and I'm just, I'm too lazy to look it up. So, you know, millennial problems, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Dude. I can't wait for my damn cloud defensive to come in. You got the green one? Yeah, the OD Green Rain 2.0. You'll have to tell me about it because I think that might have to go on my OD Green Rail. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to put it. It's going to be it's going to go on one of my guns. I don't know if I'm going to put it on my um, on my M4 or what. I have no idea what I'm going to put it on yet. I might actually put it on I might do my 125 with the Geisley receiver set and run it on there. All right, OCD thing here. Like mm-hmm. you know what bugs the shit out of me? No. Or uh, the Family Guy line. I love fucking love that. <laughs> you, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> um, is uh, you know the the Anno colors look badass, but man, that shit scuffs up easy. Does it? I've to be. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I beat the ever living shit out of my guns. So I don't, I don't necessarily pay attention to that stuff. Like I'm pretty sure if someone were to have gotten this FN that wanted to bitch about it, like there's like, there's like dimpling here that you can kind of feel with your finger. (laughs) 
it's just it's so minute but you can see it but yeah, someone on the, on the lower receiver for those that are listening. yeah so on the lower receiver you can feel like there's this little there's like like right above the fn logo there's like these two little spots where it looks like someone dented the metal and they sent it off to go get anodized and they were like ah fuck it like who gives a shit um and it was one of the things that when i pulled out of the box i saw and i was like oh okay like whatever um now i'm going to tell you guys right now this is a military collector's edition rifle and i'm going to run it very hard and i don't care what anybody says it's it will like i've already gotten people who are like Meh, you can't do that now one of the dudes i know he was he was messing with me so i, I have i have a problem with that but i've also had like several dms from people who are like you can't change the furniture on that blah, 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 blah. like and they're they're losing their ever loving mind at the fact that i've added things to my m4 um and I just, I find it hilarious that there are people out there who are, who are just, you know, going fucking crazy about it all. Uh, but at the same time, I don't give a shit about your opinion. And I've straight up told them that, like, I do not care about your opinion on what I change on this. Like, and, and people are like, you can't do that. That's a, that's a, that's a great rifle. You spent all that money and you're just going to change it. Little do they know. <laughs> So uh, did that come with the Knights um, rail covers? Yes, it come with the, it comes with the rail covers. I personally don't like them, so they're not going on there. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have all... a I have a buddy that has like uh, he ordered like fifty of them. There was somebody trying to ditch a bunch of them, so I was going to say if he didn't, I had a source. Nope, I don't care. Don't even want them. But yeah, it comes with it. So for seventeen hundred dollar rifle you literally get everything on a standard M4. The only difference is, is that this is only a chrome line barrel, not a cold hammer forged chrome line barrel, like the FNs that they send to the army. And then you don't get some of the same roll markings that you would get on a traditional military gun. Um, but everything, like it comes with the UID tag on the right-hand side. Um, it comes with the actual AMBI selector switch that I took off because it's, to be honest, it's a little shitty. Um, and then, yeah, it comes with everything that you would you would get on a traditional M4. Um, but, yeah, no, there's always room for upgrades. Like, I don't care what gun you get. You can always put upgrades on it. Like, there are people out there who, who are, like, uber purists, and they're like, I'm never going to touch my gun. Like, I, I don't get you. First of all, guns are meant to be shot, not safe queens. Um, but people literally just go nuts about all that shit, and I don't get it. You mean for like the collector's edition ones? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm telling you, there are people who are sending me DMs or are getting very angry with me right now because I've changed some things out on my on my rifle. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't. But I don't get cloners. They're like a weird subspecies of human that lost a lot of brain cells in the forming of drinking CLP. Like, I don't know what they did. (laughs) I highly recommend the Sotoracha. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could have been what blown out your rings on your on your bulk hair group. So be careful. There. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think it was that. You know, I I I think that uh, I think I had such a massive leak that the only thing that was probably actually getting my gun to cycle was the fact that I was running a can, mm-hmm. and then those those and then those gas rings were so efficient. <laughs> <laughs> that between those two, I think that was the only reason the thing ran. 
<laughs> no, I mean, to be to be honest, you yeah, you blew out a set of gas rings. Sometimes some shit happens. Um, now I've blown out gas yeah. rings before and I've still been able to run my rifle. So I don't, you know, it is to whatever your own. I will say it's though, still, it still runs. Yeah, shit. Run it hard, run it fast, run it in a hurry. Um, <laughs> but no, man, I'm 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 excited for you to get your night vision. Me I too. <laughs> I uh, I really can't wait for that to arrive. The other thing that I'm I'm kind of excited about, um, I I mentioned a while ago, I think probably a few po- podcasts ago. Uh, I'm renovating my first build I ever did because uh, I hate I've got like a Picatinny gas block on there that's like a weird height so you can't just like slap you know some of these um, iron sights on there or anything because it's like a weird sight so I ordered a um, forward controls uh, 15 inch M-lock rail off Brownells I'm excited for that thing to come in too I went on this like forward controls rampage. Everything I've been ordering is Sun's Old Liberty Gun Works or forward controls. I'm not uh, I'm not a big fan of their rails. The forward controls? Yeah, I I they just look so generic and I feel like they're twice the price of everybody else's generic rail. They they did look kind of generic. In fact, um they have the cutouts on there, they give a shout out to the Knights uh, Raz because they think they do the circular cutouts up towards the top. So they actually designed that after Knights. Um, but either way, I, I don't know. I, I was curious to check it out. I wanted a 15 inch rail and it, I was between that or the Geisley and the Geisley was like another $125. So I met in the middle and went with the Ford controls. Well, that's now good. I need, now I need a, you know, a few more cloud defensive reins and um, really, I just need all my stuff. You need a Molkoff, dude. You need a Molkoff. <laughs> I, I, love, I like, I love I like being them. able to swap between builds. Like, it, like, I like having interchangeable parts. Yeah. If the world ends, I want to be able to, you know, swap my light from one to the other if one goes out in my you know primary uh go-to um has an issue that's where my mind goes with it so you're worried about the malkoff having an issue i've never had one so i can't say if i'm worried about it i've never really looked at them i just i just listened to you talk about them I've had this guy for well over a year. This is my first video on the channel was for this E2HT. It's been in my pocket every day. It's been dropped. It's blinded a couple bad guys. Um, It's been on a couple different rifles. It has literally done everything. And I, I mean, I beat the shit out of this light and it is fantastic. I mean, I absolutely love this. I'm pretty sure if I sent this to Gene, he would be like, what the hell did you do to my light? Um, but no, like this thing has been beat to, it actually was next to a three port break for like over two months. Um, and I mean, it got hammered next to that break. Um, and I was, I was honestly, I was legitimately worried for the light to be next to it, but I talked to Gene and Gene was like, no dude, he's like, if you could find a way to put it in there and not get struck by the bullet, he's like, I have 
uh, the utmost confidence that that light will continue to run forever. I'm super excited to get these projects going. I am going to need lights once I uh, once I get some of this stuff in a better. I think uh, that a better the, spot. I think the best American-made lights that are probably the most the most affordable besides Streamlight, um, which I don't know if Streamlight is actually made in the USA. I don't know that it could be made in China. You aren't uh, running a presser switch though, right? So like. What do you do with the Molkoffs for pressure switch? I don't, I don't, I have a pressure switch coming. So I have a DS07, uh, but I'm just running the Surefire tail cap. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I do it because first of all, it's cheaper <laughs> than getting a pressure switch. It's 150 bucks for a pressure switch uh, and, um, and a pressure pad itself. So like the little the little uh, mount that for that and all that like it just gets expensive. But I have one coming for this gun because I want to run this with a pressure pad, um, and then uh, which is my N4 by the way, if anyone's listening. But all my other ones they don't run on a pressure pad. Um, I don't do that specifically because I I like the ergonomics on those rails. On this rail, I could definitely uh, stand to lose this. Uh, Haley strategic thing on my strong side. So like on, on the right-hand side of the gun, which is my strong side, because I'm left-handed, um, yeah, which would be my weak side hand, my support hand is where the light sits. And with the Haley strategic mount, I could definitely stand to move it to the other side and keep it out of my way while I'm shooting, just specifically due to the fact that I, um, I want to have the side more free for my hands to move about. So... But that's a whole different thing. Um, pressure pads are, I think, um, almost too expensive for what they are, especially because I think Surefire pretty much runs that game because um, that's what everyone went to. You know, Modlite uses it, um, Malkoff, like all those guys, they all use this, the, that. And then you have um, Cloud Defensive with their own brand. So I can't wait to try out that one and kind of compare and contrast. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I'm excited. I got a lot of projects coming together. I'm excited um, for your projects, man. Yeah, hot gun summer is going to be hot. Hopefully. We, it, it's, yeah, it's going to be hot. I need to figure out my optic for, um, for the, the scalper. That is, that's uh, still in debate. This aim point, I don't know, it has potential, but oh, actually yeah. that could that that could go the aim point pro could go on something else though. I don't know. I I want I I kind of want something with some magnification because I haven't had it before, so I'm looking at like a one and six or a one and eight. Do the uh, uh, vortex the PST Gen two one to six? It's the most affordable, best glass you'll ever have on a rifle for the price you're paying. I think it, I think they're five ninety nine or six ninety nine, um, and they're fucking amazing yeah they're 599 that's the one we talked about that a while ago and i have yeah. that on my my wish list on brownells yeah if you're going to buy a one to six that's probably the most affordable one to six that has the best glass in that in that second focal plane category there which is honestly fantastic it i think that compared to the razor one to six I, from what I've seen out of the Razor 1 to 6 and the 1 to 10, and what I've seen out of the PST Gen 2, 
you get more for your money with the PST Gen 2 than you do out of the Razer. Um, but I think I've also said that before on this podcast. So, And the, the Razer is like the $1,300 one, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah I do, like, like that one comes in at like cool, like bronze, brown yeah, color. I think it's hideous. I dig it. It would look good. It would look good on OD Green. <laughs> I I I think it's I personally think it's hideous. I don't like that color um very much. That's why I don't like FDE very much. But uh yeah, I'm not a big OD uh, I'm a big OD Green fan. Why? Yeah, I wish uh somebody would do an OD Green, but that like bronze color has caught my eye to be honest at the razor. But I'm not going to pick off of the the color of it cuz I mean, I, uh, the, the black, um, which I'm gonna call it. If you've got an extra, if you've got an extra $1,200 lying around, um, yeah, I would, I would definitely do that. That, that would honestly probably be one of the best. The razor, the, the razor or the, or the, um, yeah, the razor, I think the gen two razors are out now so yeah whatever the razor gen 2 1 to 6 or 1 to 10 uh oh no the the 1 to 10 is 2500 bucks i'm sorry um the uh the 1 to 6 the razor is like 1200 bucks and that's a fantastic fantastic scope um it is heavy gen 3 is gen 3 is 2500 bucks gen what is the e because they have like h do you know uh because they have hd gen 2 e 1 to Ah. 6 and that's the one that's like 1400 Hmm. I don't actually know about that. It's been forever since I went down the rabbit hole of, of one to six scopes, but there's a, there's a guy on YouTube. His name is C underscore does, and he does those reviews. And uh, from everything he's done, he says that he prefers the, the PST gen two over the razor yeah. one to six. Huh? All right. I'll have to check out his page and uh, listen to what he has to say on it. I'll forward you his channel and you can go through there. All right. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't have anything with magnification. So that is something uh, that piques interest. Not a hundred percent sure I want to throw that on the scalper. It's, it could go on uh, like a 16 inch potentially um, like that build I'm renovating. I've got a old vortex uh, strike fire, strike fire. Yeah. Strike fire. The original one, not the two. The two mm. has the green dot and the red dot option. Mine's just the straight red dot. Um, Interesting. It does. It did back in the day. It came with a two times magnifier that you could thread on the back. So I've got that on there because that was the first build I ever did. I threw that thing together. Uh, and then they, they changed at one point to a cantilever mount. Mine just has like the, just the straight, straight up base and it, it looks pretty similar to the uh the aimpoint pro very similar to that uh but a lot of people say it looks goofy so <laughs> does it i don't know does it, it actually matter though no it functions yeah i mean that's the thing i like vortex optics they're not the best i have a vortex spark ar um which i, I bought like three of those <laughs> I, well, I, I bought it back when I was really poor um, because I wanted an optic that no matter what, I could always send it and get it, get it fixed. So I bought that. And then um, 
I slowly over time, I haven't used it. Uh, the other day though, I did have to change a battery in it because it had been, I've had it for five years. It's been sitting in the safe. I think the battery just took a shit because I haven't used it in forever. <laughs> um, Makes sense. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it's a, it's a great one. I changed out the battery. The little dot came on. It's done what it's supposed to do. You know, it's a little red dot. That's what they're there for. Um, they're honestly uh, good little red dots. I don't know how clear they are. Um, I don't like the hollow sun red dots because I feel I feel like they're a little bloomy. Um, I think their green and their gold dot series have a better dot just because they I think they are required to. Granted, they are a little bit more coin um, if you're going to spend the money on a red dot. And then you want to upgrade it to like the green dot series, like on whatever series you have, if you upgrade to the green, it's always just a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I personally think that Holosun kind of has the worst dots out there, but the best or like the really the best optics for the money that you spend. Like you're not, you're not buying a Delta point. You're not buying an RMR. You're buying a 407 or a 507 and it works, you know? So that's kind of yeah. that's kind of how I would look at that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of the four hundred threes. I think I think I have the G and I have the B. The B, I oddly had issues with, like that one. And when I say I had issues, like um, I hadn't taken it out in a bit, and the battery on that died. But those things are supposed to have fifty thousand hours of life. And I definitely had had it for just over a year, I think. Apparently, my work phone has decided it's going to go off like crazy. So I'm going to turn that off. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I'm, I've got an itch to try something new. I think that's the best way to put it, whether it's a one in six or an aim point. Or I want to I, I try something new. I personally just love optics in general. Like I love pistol optics. Like I, I still like, I still want to just spend the money on a Delta point pro, you know um, I think they're, they're fantastic optic. Um, like, I don't know why I would rather have that than the RMR I have on here. I like the RMR, but I think it's going to be a, a rifle piggyback optic um, just because this one kind of, it's just, I don't know. I, every time I go to pick it up, like the dot is not in the center sometimes, you know, like uh, I got to bring the front of the gun down just a little bit more. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about with that. <laughs> but, but with my Holosun, uh, I never had that problem because it had that hump that went the opposite direction of this. Um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, have you run your AR9 at all? Did I do what now? Your AR9? You've been oh. running your AR9? AR9? No, that went back to K Arms. It's going to be auctioned off to whoever wants it soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't. I did not want to keep that gun. I don't I care didn't, about. I didn't Arms. realize you already sent it back. Oh hell yeah! Fucking day after that review was done. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did but not want that thing. The one thing I I I've seen it and I want to I want to upgrade the optic on my I have that AR9 SBR and I, I kind of want to upgrade the optic on that but that's another one where like I'm looking at well I want to upgrade that plus I have that I don't know it's like a eight and three quarters length upper that I built that I need something on um but I keep seeing everybody running these like the Trijicon RMRs on these things I'm so oh, yeah. confused about that why just 
I don't know. I feel like you just throw slap a red dot on there. Throw the hollow sun on there. Well, what, I, <laughs> what I want to know is if you're going to run the RMR, that's totally cool. But why why don't they make an RMR mount in a 193? It's a good question. They only make it in the 157, and I don't want a shitty 157 mount. Like, like ScalarWorks only makes it in the 157. They don't make it in the 193. If they made it in the 193, I would buy the Delta Point tomorrow, um, but they don't. Yeah, that's one question that's been bugging me. Like, I see these, and I'm like, oh, is this, like, like a good viable option to go that route? I think it kind of looks funny, personally. Um, but it does, it piques interest if that's a, a route to go. But again, if I'm going to spend that much and, like, throw a Trijicon RMR on there, why wouldn't I just get a Hollow Sun or a Vortex and throw it on there? Yeah. So I, I, that's what I, I can't wrap my head around that. Like throwing, you know, a 400 and $400, $500 pistol red dot on a AR9 um, setup. Yeah, no. Um, I, I think it's pretty dumb if you ask me. But then again, nobody ever asked me anything cool. So <laughs> none, of the, none of the companies ever reach out to me for my opinion. So... I think it's quite rude of them. Shit, the, the ScalarWorks Aimpoint Acro Elite mount isn't even available in 193. It's only 157. That's bullshit. Like, I feel like that would be something to put on there that's, that's a good mount, but no. Apparently, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't quite grasp it. Like I said, it, it looks very uh, mini minimalistic in a way, but again, like, I, I don't know. I don't get spending like $500 on a RMR to put on a AR9. Yeah, I don't either, man. I honestly, I have sat there and wondered the exact same thing. I personally, I wonder why anybody spends any money on AR9s. I don't understand I mean, I love mine, but I, I want, like, I would rather throw, if I'm going to put $500 into it, I'd rather get like an EOTech XPS or grab a Trijicon MRO and throw that on there, but they're bigger than slapping an RMR on there. Yeah. <laughs> I must be tired, dude. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the, uh, the RMR is a good piggyback optic so like if you have like a like a what are those called the trijicon the fucking sites the marine corps uses the acog good lord um if you have an acog that's cool to put on there or piggyback it on like a on like a, i have a four to 16 optic right there that you can see uh but not everybody else can um i have a four to 16 optic that would be great to piggyback that on um and just get like the little mount that goes on there i think that would be fantastic um but there's a lot of people out there who really love the rmr and i do like the rmr um but i would just prefer a bigger window i honestly would i think i think the bigger window of the delta point pro i'm really waiting on the eflex if the eflex comes out um then you know goodbye everybody whenever that thing finally decides it's going to ship i really wish that brownells had it like in stock today <laughs> but they don't but I'm also, you, I'm, 
Go I'm ahead. pretty excited about that lower I snagged too. What lower did you snag? Uh, I snagged that uh, the Soul Snatcher. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, that one. I'm pretty excited about that. The Scalper and the Soul Snatcher. They've they've always just been they've been on my list of uh, to collect. Just just wanted that in the collection. I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to it. Yeah, I mean I it's pretty badass. I hope that arrives soon because I want to fondle it. <laughs> you want to fondle it? <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want. I want it in my hands. I want uh, it. I want it bad. <laughs> yeah, my precious dude. For some reason, <laughs> I can't get this velocity. Uh, velocity systems, the chest rig. Uh, what is it called? Uh, oh, the one on Brownells. Yeah. Um, I still I, want the scarab. I want that scarab plate carrier bad. It's in there, I, but. I, I emailed them. Um, I emailed Velocity Systems earlier this week. What'd you um, say? I asked about sizing uh, because I don't know what Cumberbunds come with the Brownells ones, um, but I'm assuming if you're ordering a medium, they're probably giving you a medium Cumberbund. Mm-hmm. And I could, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming they're doing medium and medium. And I definitely need a, a small Cumberbund um if i were to do it Mm. so i have no idea the sizing i the sizing kind of also threw me for a loop because when i was reading it appeared the the sizing is based off of what plates you're using not actually your size yes besides besides the cummerbund let me let me backtrack there besides the cummerbund so the actual sizes of the plates you're using um is how you would pick what size carrier you get then you would get the cummerbund to accommodate your actual your actual size see here's the thing i have a plate carrier and i want nothing to do with that thing at all i don't want it anywhere around me i don't like i don't i don't know man i i personally it has its utility, but I think all the utility can be stripped off into a chest rig. Um, I don't necessarily foresee myself going and doing things that require me to wear body armor. Um, now, granted, it's always a good level of protection to have body armor. Um, but at the same time, I I don't know. I wore it for so long. Like, I don't know how dudes in the military do it for 20 years. Because I absolutely could not stand wearing it for seven. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to wear it at all. Every every time I've ever put it back on after, I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like, <laughs> I don't know why anybody it, wants them. Well, I think there's a lot of people looking at it right now because of potential bans. Yeah, and that's totally that is acceptable, and I completely understand that. If the government tells you you can't have it, you should have it, and you probably should have two of them. But the, the yeah no i i personally i honestly i will keep it just because the government's telling me i shouldn't have it but other than that i'll probably i'll probably it'll probably stay right there until i move like it, that's probably exactly where it will stay and yeah, then my I, wife I w- my wife will be very mad at me she's like why don't you throw this thing away and i'm like no <laughs> i i honestly probably would have ordered the medium if it was in stock earlier this week i just had this itch and then i went on the site and i was like oh shit it's out yeah the multicam chest rig is out too so i'm a little pissed off about that well, yeah and then um 
the other thing I was looking at was the placard. I don't understand why they do four mags on theirs versus the the three that everybody else does. Well, why wouldn't you want four mags? I would. I think you would definitely want four mags. That's what I'm saying. Plus two pistol mag pouches, plus additional stuff. Like I think I think it's a great chest rig. Um, I think it's a great. The chest rig is nice because it has the radio pockets on the side too. Um, the UW chest rig. Yeah, the UW and the pusher, both of them, both of them look um, like one I want. I, I'm still trying to decide if I want the pusher, but I don't run 762 by 39, nor do I run SR25 mags, so I'm not like, like I could give a shit, you know. Like about that one, I, but I, I am looking at the UW because I want to do that. I want to get a bow thing. I want to get my ham operating license, which I think is something that I think everybody apparently should have um, because being a ham operator is actually pretty cool. Um, have you ever, um, I, I figured it's, uh, it's something that I, I think that everyone should have just so that way they're used to operating ham radios and knowing like what they can do with their ham radio because your your receiving signal is always stronger than your output signal. Um, so I would definitely take a look at that. Um, but I, I think- highly suggest having one even without a ham license because you don't a ham license not required to actually have one. And there mm -hmm. are five five unrestricted uh channels that you can use for like walkie talkie um aside from being able to use it for weather and other things in you know you if we run into like a natural disaster or something of that nature mm -hmm. um yeah, it, you it's, can, a good, it's a good tool to have i have yeah. a few of them yeah you can um you can operate your ham radios in a natural disaster without ever having to um have your license because you're in a natural you're in a you're in a natural disaster or whatever like it's always good to be able to use that yeah so yeah they're fun they're fun to uh play around with definitely sorry i'm trying to find something for somebody so you got to keep everybody at uh uh i'm trying to look up this pusher uh chest rig that you were talking it's under about. velocity systems it's oh, yeah i see it now it's yeah, it's a little different. It's got like, uh, oh, I think this is the one Warrior Poet was, I was watching one of his things the other day and I think he was rocking this, but it this has the the two AR mags off to the, well, if you're, if it's on you, two AR mags to the left side and then a big pouch to the right side. Excuse me. Um, yeah, this is a nice setup too. It doesn't have the... Uh, the four big um or the four where does it why is this other i just clicked on another image and this one shows four mags oh <laughs> is it interchangeable which one the pusher yeah i think uh i think they're interchangeable with the other ones yeah, because some of them it shows with four mag, four AR mags. The other one shows it with two AR mags and a big pouch that you'd probably use for like med, a med kit or something. Uh, I do, I do like it though. That's a good design. I was, I was waffling between doing a chest rig or the carrier, and 
Um, I really like the look of that uh, scarab carrier. Oh, wow. I thought that was my dog. It's your dog. <laughs> um, the, the scarab looks like a good, like a good option for just having a just having a general plate carrier like if you're going to be running like a general plate carrier and you want to try different stuff out on your plate carrier the scarab looks like a great option um don't go with the law enforcement one um just because it kind of looks kind of shitty and it looks like it's made for bootlickers uh and then um i i don't know about their other one they have the the one that's bigger than the scarab uh and i just saw it yeah the, uh, the assault carrier yeah the assault so the assault looks like a decent carrier, but it looks like it's going to be a big carrier. Yeah, the assault plate carrier. It's actually that looks smaller than the scarab. The the scarab, I like there's there's something about the scarab that grabs my eyes. And I think it has to do with the shoulder straps because it has um like a ring so that those don't rotate and they always sit properly on your so shoulder. So does the assault. Oh, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now, and it does not. They're um, from what? Yeah, the ring in the back. If you look at the back, these these are different. Yeah, but they're bigger. So the wider they are, the more comfortable they are. Like if you if you can run a wide the widest possible one, that's the more that's the most comfortable you're going to be because you got to remember all that weight sitting on your shoulders. So, I would definitely if you're going to run a plate carrier, find one that has the widest possible straps. Um, and I hear a lot of good and bad things about the, the scarab and the assault. I keep wanting to call it the assaulter, um, but the assault and the scarab both look good. But to be honest, I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I would buy neither of them, but the scarab looks like it has a wider pattern. So the assaulter looks like it comes directly over and the scarab looks like it goes out in a V pattern over your shoulders so yeah i would i would i would probably suggest if you're strapped for coin go with the assault but if you're if you've got a little bit extra because it's a three it's the difference between a 220 dollar plate carrier and a 310 dollar plate carrier um the scarab definitely does look like a like like a nicer plate carrier um i like that i really like the the placards that mount with these two that's the gripe i have with my current carrier is uh, I don't have like a placard set up and I like the idea, the versatility of being able to pop that placard off and then get like a, I mean, do you uh, have a plate carrier right now? Yeah, I've got a Condor. Do, I mean, to be honest, you don't, you can buy the Mayflower placard and get the um, placard inserts. Um, I think I, I just looking at the Scarab, it looks like it would be more comfortable than I would I have. Yes. But I'm just saying, if you want to just try the placard, um, yeah. because if you go to velocity systems under brown L's, um, they actually have the twin straps down there, the swift clip kit. So the swift clips are what you're going to want to run. If you're going to run that plate carrier setup, um, and it's easy for you to remove that, that Mayflower piece that's on there. Now, granted, they're all out of stock right now. Um, <laughs> everybody's but, jumped on all this stuff with fear of uh ban. Well, I don't know why they went with the damn chess rig no one's gonna ban a chess rig like, <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna get mad that I'm, I'm carrying my magazines and something that's not armored um 
Yeah, no. To be honest, I, I really want the chest rig. I think the chest rig is what I'm going to get. I'm just going to wait for the multicam one to come back in stock. And yeah, I'm going to be a basic bitch. I'm going to buy the multicam. I know the black is probably a little bit better, um, but I'm definitely not buying fucking Coyote Brown. I didn't serve in the Marine Corps. So there we go. I served I, in the Army, which is a much far superior service, by the way. And th- th- this will probably, uh, you know, rub some people wrong, but there's so many people using FDE in environments that, that FDE, are green. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That is what I am saying. Get OD green, Ranger oh, green. <laughs> that, that honestly. Help, help me help you. <laughs> I see so many dudes out here in Texas. And like, well, some of it's, and I'm like, you're honestly better off with multicam in the environment in Texas because it literally blends into every environment. Yes. Not literally, but it blends in mostly with every environment. It's not perfect, but it's enough to break up your shadow. So multicam would probably be the best out here in Texas. Um, it would also probably be good like in the Pacific Northwest. And places like that. But I also think I could definitely see the Pacific Northwest doing a lot better with black than they would with, with uh, multicam. But I could be wrong. They do have a forested multicam, I feel like, too. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like uh, Pacific Northwest would be more still like a ranger green type terrain. Yeah, definitely, definitely ranger green, but they don't have, they don't, well, they don't sell one in ranger green. Um, on uh, they have it, but you have to order it direct from Velocity. Uh, in fact, if you look at the law enforcement carrier, this has kind of bugged me because they don't have the green on here. But if you look at the law, the the, the law enforcement the bootlicker plate carrier. If you look at the law enforcement one, and you look at the black, you tell me that is black. Yeah, it's not black. That's Ranger Green for sure. That is Ranger Green. <laughs> well, also, I, also it has a brown cummerbund, so yeah, it's got to be Ranger Green. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I saw that and I was like, ah, oh, send it to me. If that's the black, I'll take it. <laughs> 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 but no, yeah, it's definitely, that is, uh, that is a ranger green. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about the UW, especially because the H harness is more comfortable and all that. So I think, I think I would definitely do the, the uh, velocity systems, UW chest rig. I definitely want to do it in multicam though. Just because I think that that honestly, I think it would just be a better, a better system it's a better setup yeah i i mean whatever i do uh i gotta match my helmet set up to that so i'm kind of waiting on ordering oh yeah my no my helmet. helmet my helmet is full-on fde and the only reason why it's that way is because that's what i painted it but at the same time like i can just take the shit off and repaint it green that's what i really wanted to do i was about to say sounds like a good opportunity for some alumahide opportunity yeah, opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, to be honest, it, I built that helmet to just replicate what I ran in the army. Um, which, I mean, that that was my helmet from the army, but I used to have a tan cover on it. And then I had to have an ACU cover when I went back to garrison and I lost my damn tan cover. So I just spray painted it tan. Um, and I'm totally fine with it being tan. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you right now, it is literally... A night vision mount. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I cannot wait to to check out night vision. I I think it's going to be awesome. You're going to be blown away, dude. Yeah, I I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. 
You're going to be like, whoa, I get to see a night. I'm going to be like, I can't sleep anymore. Now <laughs> I must stay awake <laughs> and wander the nights. <laughs> you know those, you know those things where it's like, it's like the guy sitting there and he's like falling asleep at his desk and they're like, oh, he must be cheating on his wife. He must be doing this, he must be doing that. It's like, he goes home and he plays with his night vision all night long. <laughs> yeah, that's going to that's gonna be me just wandering you're, around. You're going to be at the office like so tired. You're going to be like, I need more coffee. Yeah. <laughs> when, when does the night arrive again? <laughs> be one with the darkness. <laughs> You're going to go through so many fucking batteries in your first year of owning night vision. You, you know, I saw something about, I guess there's a life expectancy on those tubes too. Like you, you can only, you only get so many hours out of them before you need to replace them or something. You have to get it's them a, refinished. It, yeah. It's all, it's a lot of hours. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think you're, you're looking at like North of, I think nowadays you're looking at North of 10,000 hours. I'm, I still feel like somebody could do that in a year. I could, for sure. Just wander around every... Well, there's only 12 hours of darkness, so, you know. I don't know. It is what it is, but my family's supposed to show up here pretty soon, so I'm going to do that. But, um, yeah, man, I uh, I, had, I had a blast talking about this. We, we definitely need to get some more setups going because we're going to have we're gonna have so much fun come when the economy collapses into a shithole and we're running around I'm, I'm telling you right now i might not even buy night vision i'm just gonna wait for the national guard to get deployed and then i'm gonna go start stealing some shit <laughs> yeah I, t- times are getting scary i don't i i really uh i don't know we haven't touched on that much on here but um yeah times are getting scary I'm, i don't know I'm i put out a i put out a pretty politically charged video yeah. the other day and i I'll tell you, I was kind of afraid to put it out because I, I normally, I don't like talking about that stuff. How was the response to that? Because I watched, I thought it was decent. I actually, a lot of people said that. A lot of people said the exact same thing. They're like, I think that's great. And I'm like, that's interesting because I wasn't expecting that. Um, but yeah, no, come come finding out about all that. I, uh, um, I think that's something that we should definitely talk about next episode. Like emergency preparedness. I think I think that I think our next week's episode should definitely be centered around emergency preparedness. And that's exactly I'm gonna write it down right now with my pen right here. I'm gonna write it down so we don't this up. I I might uh yeah, I might have to take tips from you. I I mean I can have my suggestions, but um yeah, I, I might be looking for some feedback for you from you. Uh for me, I I think a lot of it's just spare parts and that kind of stuff. To, to be honest, I would have that, like if you're doing like bug in stuff and bug out stuff, but at the same time, um, you know, like gas rings, have spare gas rings. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, man, I don't know about like gas ring QC quality. Like I, I don't know about all that, but I do know that a lot of them are pretty much made by the exact same people. So um, some of them may be better than others. They may be QC'd more or less, but I honestly, I don't know what kind of QC you could put into a set of gas rings. You know what I'm saying? Like they're fucking metal. <laughs> like they're just so small. It's true. Uh, I ordered those Springco ones because Springco is always supposed to have good specs. So I, I'm trying to replace the ones in that Sons of Liberty uh, BCG with the Springco ones. I still have not heard a peep back from Sons of Liberty 
since they said they'd send a box and a call tag. Bastards. Um, yeah, I, I'm not expecting to hear a peep from them. Uh, I might send a follow-up email. Uh, but I would just I'm send just them an gonna... email. I would honestly just, my email would be, hey, took care of it myself. You guys are kind of garbage. Yeah, I mean, I might send something along those lines. To be honest, that kind of <laughs> that that's the kind of shit that pisses me off about companies who put something on the side of their boxes as lifetime warranty, and it's not. Um, I, I've heard, I've, I've heard mixed things, but I, I have I've heard that if you stay on them, they will fix it. But the thing is, you know, if it's going to keep me from being able to go out and hit the range and be confident uh and running my stuff i'm just going to deal with it myself but at the yeah. same time i shouldn't have to deal with it myself because their their box says lifetime warranty on the side yeah so if i call if i call and you say yeah it should have lasted more than 1300 rounds send it back there's clear like there's something wrong with the bcg well you told me to send it back like send me the call tag send me the box like get your shit situated yeah i don't know i i i I don't know i i worked in customer service for years and to to watch the shit show that these guys um that that i've i want to say i've been put through because it does feel (laughs) it it's been kind of a shit show i mean the the initial the initial response and i did a youtube on this earlier this week uh, I didn't advertise it too much that I put it up there because I'm just going to put gas rings in this thing. But yeah. I wanted people to know my experience, which is I reached out. They were very responsive on the first day. And we're now six weeks in, and I've been told by multiple techs that they want that bolt carrier back for inspection. Um, but honestly, after our podcast last week, when Alex was like, just throw rings in it, run it. And then if you have an issue, you reach back out to them. That's when I kind of knew I was throwing rings in at that point and just running it. Yeah, that's exactly um, what I would do. Yeah. So I'm just going to do that. But either way, the customer service experience has not been great. Yeah. Well, it, we will definitely have to talk about that more next week. I have to get going. Um, All right. But yeah, because my family just arrived. So it's going to get loud in here. But anyway, um, I hope you have a good one, man. And uh, how do you end yours again? Uh, Run suppressed, stay blessed. As I always say, shoot in the face, guys.